0: This is Genoa. And this is Yusuf. And this is InFlight Entertainment. Entertainment.
1: All right. This is the episode, y'all. This is the episode that everyone's been waiting for, I hope. Uh, and because we're doing this particular episode that involves this particular character in this particular movie, we are bringing on our awesome guest, It's always, Jennifer. Jen. Hey,
2: it's me. I'm back. <laughs> hey.
1: So, you know, we're about to get to some stuff. Never. She bless us with her presence. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I'm blessing you right now. You can't. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, so what are we talking about today, gentlemen?
0: I mean, we are doing the latest a version of Batman, or in this case, the Batman. Uh, Because he went to the Ohio State. (laughs) Uh, It is an emo take on the classic story, going a little bit more into the detective side of Batman versus just the guy that fights crime. And so according to IMDb, the description reads... When the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. Jennifer,
2: you're bringing a level of performance huh? to the log line that I have not seen in previous recordings, um, and I appreciate it. I'm here for
0: it. So yeah, I'm mean, I here for you. You know, we we, we, we this is recording number three tonight, so I had to. Log. Oh, okay, you got it. You got to like, step it up. <laughs> I mean, you,
3: you
1: could have done it in the Batman voice.
0: Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we
1: have a whole episode to get into, like. Our bad voices.
2: Or should I just talk like Bane the whole time? <laughs>
1: <'Cause> <laughs> from, from like,
2: oh, that, that was Bane from Harley Quinn, which I appreciate more. Uh, but
3: yeah, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Best Bane ever. Like pretty much all, yeah. how play face everybody. Just flawless in that cartoon.
3: <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. I've, I've already gotten us off. Track. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. But no, technically it's <laughs>
1: still on track. Technically, it's in a world of Batman. It, yes. It just, okay, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we are so we are diving into the Matt Reeves Batman. Uh, he is the latest director to take it on. He is he's a Gen X. So he brought some of that Gen X energy to Batman that we haven't necessarily seen in other versions. Um, sort of that emo. Grunge type of essence that that us Gen Xers are, are tend to be drawn to. Oh
1: yeah, most definitely. And this particular film stars uh, Robert Pattinson as he, he putting on the cow this time as uh, Bruce Wayne slash the Batman. Uh, okay, All right. Well, I, I will have I will do I will name him last. All right. So we have Jeffrey Wright, Paul Dano, Andy, uh Circus. Peter Sarsgaard, Zoe Kravitz, John Turturro, and last but not least, Colin Farrell. Now, who want to jump in on when you first seen him? (laughs) Chrissy was like, wait a minute, Colin Farrell, he's in the movie? I'm like, Yes. Who was he? (laughs) He was the penguin. And then she's like, I was robbed. I wanted to see Colin
3: Farrell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, every Tom Hardy movie, you can't see his face. (laughs) Oh, I mean, whoever did his makeup, I mean, I I mean, give that prosthetic makeup artist, give him his Oscar Mm -hmm. right now. I mean, Colin Farrell was undetectable. Like, his face. Like, who is this? Yeah, and I want to hear how many hours. Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. That
2: was that was wild. I I remember hearing like a long time ago that he was going to be in it as a penguin, and then seeing a trailer or seeing like you know first looks or whatever, and being like, what the fuck? And like I said, Jenna, Jenna Jen and I kind of had like a preview of some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. Um, yeah. And I was just like, why y'all got to do that to Colin Farrell? Like, there's a ton of dudes that look like that. <laughs> like, yeah. But you know, he's, he's, you know, Jenna was sad, and I agree. Like, he's he's going to play villains. Appropriately yeah. chewed up scenery when he needed to. Sure. Um, so I can't fault him for, for taking the part, but <laughs> it also just felt kind of like unnecessary.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like he's one of those actors that, that does these random ass characters just to see if he can do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like bullseye. Uh, he was also yeah. in like some of his early films, like he plays people from the South. Um, where mm-hmm. he he does a southern accent wow. is just completely spot on. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes oh, it wow. rolls just to see, like, just to challenge himself. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Or if will will people believe me as a like mm-hmm. trash southerner, or will pe- people believe me as? the penguin and the answer to it is yes yeah yeah
3: (laughs) right it's
2: so
0: wild because i think of him as
2: being like so irish like his name is so irish and he looks so irish with like those dark eyebrows and the dark hair and so like it's wild to me that he's like playing you're telling me he plays like the hicks on there and something and i'm like okay i need to dig into this dude's IMDb a little more (laughs) i loved him in bruges oh he was so good in that so
0: yeah oh yeah you know, take whatever rules you want, Colin. I'm I'm not mad at you. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I would like to see a little bit more of you. Um, mm-hmm. Because he, he, right. is, he is nice to look at. He is nice to look at. Right. They didn't fuck up Zoe Kravitz in this movie.
2: Like... <laughs> yeah, no, she just got, like, Glitter eyeshadow. She looks amazing, like she's going to a rave, and we got <laughs> pockmarked, greasy hair, hot belly.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's definitely like between this movie and Dune. There's definitely been movies that have come out this year where the female that female actor is sort of shown as it's like a wet dream. That they just keep showing these women in just mm-hmm. perfect. I, I, I guess are women always shown perfectly on screen? I don't know. Yeah. Or am I just not noticing it? <laughs> that, see, that's, that was one of the things on my list is talking
2: about like how much or how not like was Catwoman sexualized in this movie? Because like if you think of like the Michelle Pfeiffer and she's like mm-hmm.
3: licking back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Jen, we lost yeah. you. Oh, Jen.
3: No.
0: Her her mouth is moving, but we're not hearing her.
1: <laughs> oh
0: no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's making an awesome polite. <laughs> <laughs> you've you oh, you we've lost your audio, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you guys say something? I, uh,
2: okay. Now
3: I, I can, can hear you.
2: you. My headphones just like stopped pairing, so I'm just gonna
1: talk about mm-hmm. that and let me know if like it's all right. right yeah i we hear you you're echoey but we can hear you we can hear you cool.
2: um so we're okay talking about cat woman's like hyper sexualization right like but then she's like no bra white tank top nipples sticking out and like she's so skinny and like how like granted we weren't seeing like tits and ass like in other superhero movies, the kind of shots you get, but it, I still was kind of like, how
0: much are we lingering on
2: her body compared to other characters? And so Jenna, I, I think I see you nodding. So like your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. I, I feel like, and and I, you know, I didn't read the comics. I, my, most, most of my Catwoman basis is from the old 60s, 70s Batman TV show where with Eartha Kitt and and her voice for it was very sexual. But in the most part, like she was a partner with the criminals. She was there to help take down Batman. And and so in my mind, yeah, Zoe Kravitz was a little sexualized and put on a pedestal for how beautiful she is. And she is beautiful. Um, But I wanted more of the Batwoman that you see in the TV show Gotham, Mm. where she's, like more than just sexy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But, oh, I um, love the Catwoman in Gotham. Yeah, like um, like teenager Selena Kyle, right? That she's yes. so smart, right. taking no her shit, and.
1: But on the flip side of that, I mean, like when we dropped into Gotham, Selena Kyle was kind of it was like a Catwoman begins. Like she didn't really come into her own yet in Gotham, right? Mm-hmm. In the Gotham series. Like she yes. was like, yes. she wasn't fully, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Catwoman, right? Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. based off of like the Anne Hathaway's, uh, Anne was it, was it Hathaway, Aunt Hathaway um, was a Dark Knight mm-hmm. Rises Catwoman, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, you have, of course, you have uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, <clears throat> Halle Berry's Catwoman, this bad this guy I bad. did not see that movie and I don't Oh I, well, no, don't 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 see it. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh so yeah, yeah I mean, why are
2: you doing this to poor Halle Berry?
1: Exactly. Why? She was a great cat woman, but the movie was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Right. So I feel like this storyline, and this is gonna be one of my like bigger points to make, like it's Agenda item for Catwoman was like establish her relationship with Batman, right? Because like the comics, I'm not like fully up to speed on what's going on in Batman comics, but like they just got married, so like I feel like they thought it was more important to establish this sort of like you know Romeo and Juliet. I'm I'm the criminal, you're the you know vigilante, but we have this thing, and and so that seemed to be driving part of her story, like ticking that box. But then
0: I was also kind of gone. So yes, it was driving her story, but this is the Batman. This isn't the catwoman Mm -hmm. story. So I feel like they needed to bring her in there because like this is almost a origin story for Batman becoming a fighter for good versus Mm -hmm. just an angry teenager emo young 20 year old (laughs) and she's there to either push him like he could he could have gone either way of being coming going down a dark path or going down a light path and she was that that thing in the story to drive him towards the darker path yeah yeah
2: I think it's funny because that's I I saw that part of the movie too like that they wanted to communicate like Which way is Batman going to go? But he still was like, "No, we don't take a life," and like all the all this kind of like cliche Batman DC superhero <laughs> stuff, which i would always question. <laughs> like, like, surely you have killed someone in all of this, and you're just pretending you haven't. Um, but you know, again, I think that was a, a thing that they like addressed without like really addressing it. They're just like, "Is he is going to do this? Is he going to do this?" And there wasn't like a lot of like journeying in there. It was just like another. So so okay. So that's my bigger thing is I felt like let me start I'm going to zoom out a little bit. I felt like this movie had a huge checklist of things it wanted to do. And it just was like, okay, we did the, the, the you know tick, 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 as opposed to like a narrative, it was this laundry list of things it wanted to accomplish. And that was how I felt watching it. Like, okay, okay, we got Catwoman. Okay, we're establishing the relationship check. Like, okay. There's this guy, like, and it just became like exhausting because none of them got to to me explored fully and, and in a narrative way that you actually felt like you were on a journey
3: watching this movie.
0: Uh, so, yeah, I felt like, I mean, yes, the film is an introduction to a new Batman universe, an emo universe. Uh... But, I felt like all of the elements in it that are on the check mark are to help us set up who this Batman is and to mm. help people that are used to, like the other Batmans that we've seen over the past thirty years mm. um, realize that we're not going to do. Any anything that you've mm. ever seen before, that this is really yeah. a different take. And I and I would say like if you go back to um the first uh Batman with who was the last Batman? Ben Affleck.
1: Oh, 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 oh ben, yeah. Ben was the last, last one. No,
2: yeah. oh, right. I was talking about Ben Affleck because he didn't get his
0: own movie. But. Yeah, right. yeah, no, ben, ben Affleck doesn't count. Um, but yeah, no, Christian Bale. <laughs> like, if you go to his first movie, there was a lot of check marks in that, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did re-watch
2: the first two Nolan films, like, a couple weekends ago, and I was just feeling the need to, like, sit around and be a bum. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this in preparation for this. Yeah, of course. Guy. And I still, I, like, I think, yeah, the Nolan trilogy is still, like, my favorite of all the Batman films. And I know everybody's probably got their favorite and their reasons why, but that's kind of what I judge batman movies against but again those were still too long And to your point like introducing too many villains ticking too many boxes like i was like oh right like every batman movie you have to have like three separate villain storylines for some reason like, yeah. sometimes connect and they sometimes don't and it's just like i don't know why batman has to have like all these villains where like the avengers it's like thanos
1: Two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I guess you know, the responsibility or... Because yeah, you have a lot of money pumped into these franchises, especially comic book franchises. On top of that, huge comic book franchises. It's like... It's almost like a chokehold to the movie. Like It's a detriment to have those checkmarks, right? Because it's like, well, if you want to do some nuance, maybe if you want to hear... More to the right of what people expect in this, you know, world of Gotham and Batman and the Texas City. Um, So, yeah, you're right. It's like, yeah, it's that, like, pretty much all, mostly all of the comic fields are more or less like, all right. (laughs) <laughs> For the fanboys, all right? You see that? You see that? You see that, right? Okay? All right, y'all <laughs> right, not going to see the this movie? Okay, cool. Now, let's go to the other stuff. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> right, I feel like, so, to that point, like, one of the, like, first thing I wrote that I loved about this movie is no straight-up origin story. There was no pearl necklace broken in the alleyway. <laughs> hey right? goodness. this I mean, the first Batman to not, like...
1: Thank the Lord.
2: It. I mean, like... Who on on the face of this earth does not know that Thomas and Martha Wayne were murdered and sets Bruce Wayne on his path to the <laughs> like? Like, I just, I'm just like enough already. So yeah. I really appreciated that it was like obviously still brought into the story, but I didn't have to like relive it. I didn't have to like fully get anybody's origin story, which sometimes then, like for Catwoman's case, like it kind of left me like, well, what is her deal? Is she working as this sort of like bunny you know waitress kind of character to infiltrate
3: Mm -hmm.
2: you know mafia owned thing that kills her mother or whatever or is this just like her job and like (laughs) you know like that was the thing that bothered me for some reason like i needed to know Captain a little more besides just like vengeance for my mother, which was like, oh my god, everybody in their fucking parent vengeance is like
3: enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would say this entire movie is an origin story. Mm-hmm. It's just it's an origin story that takes place not with the death of his parents. It's the origin story of him pulling his head out of that dark place of losing his parents and becoming. Something better, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. It's the cha- the transition, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Because this is only the second year of him like announcing to Gotham that there's a vign- vigilante called Batman that's you know roaming the streets and beating up bad guys. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're right. I, like, I love that detail. Huh
2: my internet's being all stupid again Um, but yeah I I love that detail that they said two years because then it makes you think like oh yeah how long have the other Batmans that we've watched been doing it and like by calling that out you're like oh he's still figuring shit out and like and I think that's kind of what you were saying before Yusuf that like kind of seeing him like decide what he's doing like Mm -hmm. Um, even though I feel like I wanted to actually dig a little deeper into that, like I, it still felt like superficial to me. I feel like that mm-hmm. was more of a story that they could have sunk their teeth into. Um, yeah. But but maybe I'm you know maybe they're being more subtle and I'm I don't deal well with subtleties.
1: So. Right? Yeah, and, and, and of course, like I said, it, it, on top of that, playing is safe, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, because uh, to your point, like so I was gonna bring up what you said, uh, brilliantly, which the check the check marks like check. Yeah. I gotta check on, right? And so, yeah, it could be, it could have been like, oh, wow, like this, this is a straight up, you know, detective story that's like mm-hmm. harkening back to detective comics that, ba- yeah. that came out of, right? It's like, oh, wow, like this is, you know, it's not, it, it's, it's more solving what's going on than Punchy Punchy, mm-hmm. which is like what I, I really liked about this movie. Yeah. You know? It was like, all right, like the, the the true Batman, because he's supposed to be one of like, the world's mm-hmm. greatest detective, you know? It's like, but throughout all of the Batman movies, like, we never really see him detecting stuff. It's yeah. always like, oh, let me go, you know, get my get my Batmobile and plow down some people <laughs> and get answers from the goons. It's like, you're not at the crime scene, you're not dissecting stuff, you're not really yeah. scanning things. That's yeah. what I really like about this one. It's like, okay, it's really oh, giving her time God. to watch the scene and figure stuff out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I I, absolutely love that about this movie that they went back to those, like, detective roots. I feel like they could have done a better job with it, um, but I loved it. Like, I love that he's, like, at the crime scene dressed as Batman and, like, there are beat cops or whatever that are like, what? Seriously? <laughs> And Gordon's like, no, he's doing this. He's got gloves on, you know, like and the absurdity of it, but that it makes sense if he's the fucking detective. Like, of course, he's there looking at clues and pointing out things that even actual police detectives are missing. And like, I love that detail. Um, I hated how they had that like cop that was like guarding the crime scene. Like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that you use for carpets. And I was like, no, Batman, you know that like you should have seen the murder weapon and been like, "What the fuck is that?" And been on his back computer googling it, and then been like, "Oh!" But that was like one of the—I I said to general one of the things that I felt in, in the whole '90s emo Gen X of the story. It felt like a PG thirteen seven <laughs> because it was like clue on top of clue on top of clue, and it's all you're you're freaking out. Like, is that what you are thinking too?
1: <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, I'll put I'll put that up on Facebook. I was like, if it, if if anybody wondered how a david lynch batman movie would look like (laughs) this is your movie because it had seven it had zodiac in there because the riddler was looking like the zodiac killer even like those scrambling kind of deciphered like letters it looked like what the zodiac killer would leave would left back in the 70s i'm like Okay, this is a, like if they. I'm sure David Finch is like, okay, I, I kind of like this movie because yeah. it, it's so like much. It's for
2: inspiring your life's work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I was
2: totally because like, everything was like dark and like the journals everywhere, and the, the clue at this scene leads to this other thing to the bigger plan. And I mean, like, granted, I was getting a little lost in it all, but like, I appreciated that, like, all this sort of like. He's a detective. He figures shit out, and yeah, I, I really, I, I thought that part was very interesting in terms of bringing this story to life. Yeah, yeah, and
0: uh, and for me, the movie felt more like, um, uh, the Crow.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Just as oh. a little bit of a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, minus <is> the
0: soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, which I, you know me, of course I'm gonna bring up the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the fact that they they used uh, Nirvana. I have a major issue with and all of the slow parts, which could have been cut down significantly. They used your like typical Hollywood orchestra to to signify that these two have some sort of connection. Because they just tease you with some nice grunge music that has like Mm -hmm. soul and essence to it, and all of a sudden you cut to these scenes where you're just like, this music doesn't feel like it has soul. It just feels like we needed some music for this scene,
2: right? Right? Or like we we just need to push this narrative that look, look, they're good. They they have feelings, so it's they have feelings. Music, (laughs)
3: right? As opposed to
2: actually like conveying that through the narrative. Yeah. Well, because I was saying in general, like. The the Batman theme, if you will, like whatever you want to call it, like we yeah. playing um when he was on screen. I was like, man, this is so like deja vu, and like this is this based on like a classical composition? And then I realized like it was the same thing they used in the Costume reveal video, like, however, like, what, two years ago? When, when did that come out? Oh, and yeah. And I was like, wow, like, that's a good fucking composition that I've remembered it for that long, but I think I've heard it already. And it just, it, it to me, I, like, music is the worst thing for me to analyze, but like, it just gave a completely different vibe to that. Yeah. Was it wasn't this like heroic thing? It felt very like grungy orchestral. And then they played that Nirvana song, which I didn't immediately catch, but matt was like is this a fucking nirvana song and, like, <laughs> up a little bit for a second and then yeah to jenna's point i think they kind of like again it was like somehow they had like 90s grunge on their checklist and they had a nirvana song and they crossed it off and called it a day when like they could have probably had a lot more fun again with like when i think of seven i think of like nine inch nails and yeah. nails, sort of steampunky grungy like things that like fits the visual vibe that they have for this movie and i think they kind of dropped the ball like not just going all in on
1: it yeah well you know because like you said they have to the, you know they, they have the the batman theme the score right you know they have to really just push you know that that <laughs> that Batman. <laughs> like just that rumbling. no.
2: Yeah.
1: But I mean, to But to your point, Jim, yeah, like that, like I, I I like this score a lot more than like Nolan's. I mean, I have an issue with Hans Zimmer's scores a little bit. Hmm. Um to me, he's kind of one trick on like the nuance of how you score movies. He either go really low or he just, just yeah you know, or just I mean like you don't really I don't know and then you have like a little you have a little you know like, you know but I really like this this particular score. I gotta see who did the score but it the it, it meshed so much with kind of
0: so, Greg Fraser. Oh wait, no, that's cinematography. Uh, Michael Giacchino.
1: Giacchino. Oh yeah, he's so good. Yeah, I think he did the uh, scores for like the Incredibles and stuff like that. He's amazing. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just love like how the score just settles in so perfectly with the tone and pace of this movie. Like it was very almost, almost, almost like a. Yeah, it didn't have like a, it didn't have like a pace to it. It didn't have like a, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. it was just like, wow. Right, <laughs> it was, yeah, da, it was da,
0: mood da. instead
2: of like,
1: da, da.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. But, yeah. but it set the mood for 90% of the film, except for on the, the, Parts where Catwoman and Batman are like staring into each other's eyes and all of a sudden the music's taking me out of the scene because (laughs) it's so different from the rest of the music you have throughout the film.
1: Well, I mean, they were trying to hit at some love stuff. (laughs)
0: Oh. <laughs> I, like if the actors can't communicate that then you have a bigger issue your music shouldn't have to do that for you yeah,
1: they should have just kept the Batman theme when they were like looking at each other we might kiss that would be awesome okay so let's talk about uh Edward N- Nigma, aka Riddler.
2: I'm not sure about the casting. I feel like like Paul Dano came across as a little too doofy looking. I loved the guy that did Riddler in Gotham, like. Um, but I mean, obviously, I I appreciated like getting away from like the hammy you know, um... Jim Carrey, I see. Yeah,
3: like, like, like Jim Carrey was, like, basically
2: doing the Riddler from the original Batman series. Oh,
3: yeah. Scary, oh, yeah.
2: Which, like, that was what that movie was, and, and that's fine, and I appreciate it, but I did like that there's, you know, like, how you, like, compare him to, like, the Zodiac Killer or whatever, this very, like, dark side of him, and that his riddles aren't just about, like, kind of, like, telling jokes, sort of, like, mm. that it's really, like, setting traps and like using his mind to see if anybody else can kind of like keep up. And, and so I thought that was a really interesting aspect. Um, I mean, I think some of his riddles were like super easy, like mm-hmm. every, I was like, Oh wait, that's, he's talking about this. Yeah. But again, I think that like is what gave it the whole like seven vibe of like how, how many layers, like all his crimes had and how thought out they were. Um, I think my biggest problem with, with his character is it was just like another like blanket white male rage. Yeah. Kind of thing like, like what they did with Joker, just like, oh, you had a rough upbringing, so boo hoo, now you're <laughs> serious. like, like, I don't know, like, is that is, have we like plumbed the depths of all the like origin stories for villains and we just keep going back to that? Like, it, it just felt kind of, I don't know, like, after a while, I was just like, you're trying to make him interesting and sympathetic, and it's not working. I think they were trying, like, Every scene with him, I felt they were trying to make him Heath Ledger's joker. Like especially in that like jailhouse scene where you know he's like, What have you done? And I felt Genoa like I fell asleep during that scene. So like obviously he wasn't as like <laughs> repulsive as Heath Ledger. Like he you know because like like keith Ledger's joker like there was a method to his madness kind of thing and even from that, that's fucked up right it's one of those times like that meme like when the villain's speech starts making sense you start drinking but like <laughs> if i felt no empathy towards the riddler and i think that's a miss like when i think superhero movies succeed and they get some kind of depth and nuance is when the villain does or says something that makes you go huh he's gone." Point, you know, like think about it. Like where he's just like, I gotta grow up in an orphanage and city politics are corrupt. Well does city politics are corrupt? Like I don't know. And don't he, find, <laughs> I, I will counter
0: that that not having empathy for the bad guy feels more real life hmm. than what we've seen in other comic type stories. And that in real life I have no empathy for Ed Gaines. You know, I don't. I don't give a fuck that your dad was abusive to you, or that you had concussions, or you peed in your bed. You're a fucking psychopath.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
2: Okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Fair. fair, Right. More realistic villain. Right. Like. Yeah. Like. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And also, I I would definitely say, okay, so. I, uh, for me, a lot was riding on this movie because the Riddler is my favorite Batman villain. I mean, people love Joker, but Riddler is mine. Like, I, I he's just my top one. Sorry. Because Riddler is the only, not the only, he's one of a few Bat villains that. Can actually kill that man <laughs> uh, because like he's like the ultimate chess master, like he yeah. he's all about no one is smarter than me, and yeah. this dude in this bat suit claimed that he's smarter than me, okay, I'm gonna put this to the test if if you're not smarter than me, you will die I mean, is that yeah. no? crazy kind of twisted bromance like the Joker, like, oh, I want to kill you, <laughs> but I'm not, because we complete each other. I'm going to show you that we're opposites <laughs> of the same coin. Yeah, it's, like, no. it's like, you're not smarter than me. You're going to die. Simple. You know, yeah, so, yeah, I know. uh, Uh,
0: Yeah, which which feels like in real life, like a a serious, a a real serial killer, like right, 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 Zodiac killer. We still haven't figured out who the fuck that is. Um,
1: Angela Lansbury, right?
0: Right, (laughs) BTK. BTK. BTK, It took decades for them to figure out who that was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like what you all are are putting down
2: about this, but I will counterpoint you that I feel like. The, the whole, like, Batman-Joker bromance, which, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of over as well. I'm so
1: over
2: it. I felt like they were trying to do it with the Riddler. Like, he's like, we're the same.
1: Yeah. And that's what was dipping me down a little bit. Like, when he was in jail, I was like, oh, but, you know, we're partners, right? Like, you're you're exposing something I'm exposed
0: but, to. Okay, but let's take it from his perspective. Mm. He, he's He's sort of like a stalker. Mm-mm. For the past two years, he's been seeing this, this guy come out and do crazy ass shit and it's not clear if he's good or bad. He just seems to like to beat people up. <laughs> so maybe we are the same. I'm just going to take it to the next level so that he can then uh, continue on the madness for me. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. I was trying to figure out, and maybe I was reading too much into it, in. If- were they trying to make it seem like the Riddler knew that Bruce Wayne was Batman or did they just tease that for a second? And
1: then yeah, they were teasing it. And that was a really confusing scene because like it was, I guess it seemed that uh, Riddler put one and one together because he tried to blow up, you know, the Wayne mansion, like, you know, burnt up Alfred, but Bruce survived, so automatically, I guess riddle was like, "Okay, well, it got to be Bruce Wayne because technically, he he survived my brittle bomb thing." So that's why he kept saying, "You know, Bruce Wayne." Right. I guess he was, guess he was waiting for Batman to like kind of buckle him, be like, "How did you know?" But right, right. <laughs>
2: okay so well, because like they show him like ever so slightly like flinching or raising an eyebrow under his cow right. but like he doesn't actually come out and say like here you're Bruce Wayne, aren't you so i was like do i need it spelled out for me that clearly or is that like yeah <laughs> I, would, I was unsure like how much we were trying to say that riddler knew that and that was part of his whole like Deal with that word, yeah, yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't think he I don't think he he knew who the Batman yeah. was, yeah,
1: yeah, he was speculating, but
0: yeah. yeah after Bruce Wayne wasn't killed, but yeah, yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so all right, um,
0: uh, honestly, I think you guys need to go listen, watch, read more stories about serial killers because <laughs> this felt very on. Point for serial killers. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. I mean,
1: I love the approach they did with you know, really like I said, oh cool, like this is got Zodiac killer. Also, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm with this. I'm with this. Uh, but like I said, you know, it 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 didn't really stick the landing with you know at the end. I'm like, oh, you know, we're partners. I think like and then okay, so th- all right, this all right. This is this is my this is my biggest gripe about this movie. All right. So the movie, to me, I believe the director was like, okay, after the confrontation between Batman and Riddler, this should just set up the sequel. And I think Warner Brothers was like, no, we got to have a big third act with some action (laughs) and some stuff that he ultimately do something heroic.
0: Well, that you have to you have to have that third act to show that he is going towards the light. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the first two thirds of the movie doesn't have doesn't doesn't lead into a brighter future for Batman.
1: Mm-hmm. See, but uh, to me, the like the ball like the the bold way of storytelling was to leave it ambiguous. Yeah, yes, yes, yes.
2: Because like I loved like when, when we when they first released the trailer and they showed him wailing on those guys and was, I am vengeance. I was like fuck yeah, we're, <laughs> we're getting like year one angry Batman. You know, um, yeah. Know what comic series it's from but right like the dark, violent Batman that's still like working out his issues and shit. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be interesting. And then they kind of like again in my mind it kind of like petered out and they didn't really do anything with it until. They bookend it with those guys in the end going, I'm vengeance. It's like, oh no, Batman, you've inspired people to do the wrong thing. You have to rethink your ways. And I was like, oh my God, that feels like a
0: little too
2: like nail on the head. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, agree. agree. Yeah. And also I mean, that to me, I, to me, I think that was kind
0: of. I didn't not like that. I mean. <laughs> I felt it was a nice way to wrap up the movie. Yeah. I think, you know, Jen and I did chat about this a little bit on Saturday and she pointed out some things at the end that as I started to think about more <laughs> <blew me> off. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not able to sleep now
2: that I've pointed out how you get a motorcycle up however many flights of stairs that was. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> the city is fucking flooded. Um, how are you yeah. motor- motorcycles out of the city type of thing. Um, and, and like of that third act, him whole, like helping people on uh, over the, uh, the top of the the stadium or whatever that was, that was a little bit too much also with the sunset behind Mm -hmm. or, or sunrise behind him and everything that was a bit much, but I did like the whole like, at the end, where he's in the water and he can go save the, the mayor or he can walk away from them. I did like that scene.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are, yeah. There are good like moments in there, but I don't know. I, I just think that that third act was just very like tacked. Oh, it just felt very tacked on. It just felt like, okay, we need to have this big, this big spectacle for like, because like, like Jim was saying, we have to check that off. Like, all right, we have like a yeah, huge spectacle of something big happening and all that stuff. But to me, it, but the movie itself felt anti third act. It felt very like, all right, just me intimately trying to figure this stuff out. Like, it's me trying to like, solve these riddles and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's flooding. Oh, there's this chaos. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the tonally. The first it's the, the first second second act didn't feel like it was going to go there. You know, it was okay. no threat of it getting that big. Right so, right.
0: so maybe I watched this movie after watching Moonfall. So this movie is <laughs> very good. <laughs> but yeah, I do
1: like the flooding in Definitely. this movie. This movie flooding was amazing compared
2: to move like flooding special effects.
1: Oh yeah. This is (laughs) cross.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I'm always full of criticism because I think I love the Batman as a character. I mean I I think you know it's a character that I've certainly grown up with between the old Adam West and the animated series and all the movies that have come out in our lifetime. Um, So like I think, again, despite all of the the complaints I always have about DC and how little faith I have in them, I still was like, oh, maybe this will be different. Because it's like, you know, like every time DC is like, Lucy with the football. is like, oh, is different. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I wasn't like super overwhelmed by this movie. But I think to your point, Genoa, like, one of Batman's, like, consistent narratives is like his relationship with the city and the police. Right. And how right. They, arrest him? Do they think he's a criminal. Do they want to arrest him Is he a hero. And so in a different way, this movie explored that, right. With like literally him rescuing people and like being out in daylight, rescuing people and being on crime scenes. And like, that's kind of stuff we haven't seen. Like, you know, like save somebody from a mugging or whatever, and like, run away. Mm-hmm. But like this sort of like, at least they're 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 playing in a different way with like yeah. how to explore that like tension that exists inherently in the Batman era. So I'll at least give them a little bit of credit for that. But I don't disagree with you, you said that it did feel a little like like just tacking on
3: another theme to the yeah. other. I mean,
1: it, <laughs> <bad. laughs> oh, okay. And did you guys notice? And I'm watching, I mean, it's my second time watching this. Okay, let me ask, let me ask you. Let me ask both of them, you know, this question. <laughs> Throughout the movie, was it me? Is it me, or did everyone figure all the key things out, but Batman? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Like, you know first, I mean, y- yes. <laughs> everyone <laughs> around him was figuring it out. Okay. Um. Okay. He was just sort of there to be the person that goes like he reminds me of that person in like group projects or in large brainstorming sessions where someone says the idea, but they don't necessarily have a lot of confidence. And then he's the person in the room that's like, yes, that's it. (laughs) And everyone is like, "Okay, yes, we're on board with it. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, for this dude, this first outing as a detective,
0: he, hes not really. He's, he's not. Like, He—he yeah. has he no murder. She wrote Angel and Lansbury. <laughs> uh, he's learning. You know, he's he's learning how to investigate.
1: Right. Yeah. and It is funny. <laughs> like uh, you know the whole Falcone thing, right? And then Gordon and uh, Gordon and Batman get to the rooftop, and Catwoman is already like got him and just beating up Falcone already. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're late, bitches. I already got
3: it. <laughs> exactly.
1: I dragged his ass all the way up here. You don't know how, but I did it. I'm a size zero,
2: but I dragged to Detroit's <laughs> ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hoisted him up. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, and actually, I didn't notice that to the second time I watched it. I'm like, yeah. Okay, I think can't. What we got on top of that scenario before (laughs) bed? Right, and he's like, "Oh shit! I brought him out
2: into the light. Oh fuck, that's why they shot. Like, like right? He's he's, right. Like as much as again, they're setting up him as a detective, but he's still like behind the curve, which is (laughs) (laughs) that." demonstrate how smart the riddler is or like again like my big thing was like if that particular cop who had an uncle that was a carpet layer wasn't <laughs> guarding the crime scene when Batman showed up, he never would have figured out what was going to happen. Again, like did it matter that he figured it out because it so happened. But I'm like the second you see a weird ass murder weapon, you go to your fucking bat cave and you start fucking googling. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah,
1: like I, I know you're a billionaire, you probably would never have touched that in your lifetime. But <laughs> like, yeah, you said my bet Google contacts, like, what is this, Dan? Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this weird ass weapon um, why would someone use this okay right he's just like mm, there's some blood on the floor over here and they're like yeah thanks Batman. Like, like, I, like I think the thing I enjoyed was like how annoyed some of the cops were by his presence and it just felt that felt so authentic like, what the fuck is this guy doing <laughs> and he's like there's some blood over here and They're like, cool we got it thanks
1: <laughs> yeah and then like the riddle of the First, like the first victim is like, Oh, you know, what a dead guy, what, what does a dead guy do, whatever? You know, what does what a lion, dead lion guy do? Right, right. I, I'm sure if, if someone would have like waited another like five seconds, they probably would have figured out
2: right right
1: right yeah that was, L- one I was like oh he
2: lies so i mean like,
1: lies you. A, i get it i get it cool <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah i mean it's 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 funny like looking back and watching the second tap like really dissecting the plot i'm like huh is it me or did batman didn't really suck too much in this movie <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like now you're pointing out. I'm like, he's a little on sometimes. I'm back. Yeah, he's behind the curve. It's only a second. Got a point. lot to right. work on in, yeah. in year three. <laughs> right. Only, so he's in his sophomore year, so. Yeah, right. he's
0: also dealing with a lot of emotional trauma mm. that he's healing through. He can't put himself in the middle of riddles. Not all of us are good with riddles.
1: Yeah. True. All right, and the last thing, he was such. An a hole to Alfred. Uh,
3: yes. Yeah. Oh my God. But
1: You're okay. Not my dad. That's
3: like the <laughs>
2: all But the that's time, right. Like Alfred's
0: always like getting all the brunt of his abuse. But that's mm-hmm. the whole trauma thing mm-hmm. that feels very realistic in this.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I'm like, okay. man, Bruce, you, <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. All right. So, okay, Alfred wakes up from almost getting killed by a bomb that was meant for Bruce. And what's the first thing Bruce says to him? You lied to me. <laughs> I mean, you can't ease into this conversation. Can be like, oh wow, I'm so glad you're fine. Oh man, I almost lost you. I'm sorry. By the way, you lied to me you
0: know? uh, again. He's a narcissist. <laughs> also, if he's, if he's Gen X, he doesn't eat yeah, a sandwich. He just gets right to the... He just gets right to the... <laughs> right, yes, Gen X, yeah. like you a <laughs> I feel like that's definitely how I would react to the situation. I would ignore the fact that my... Right, right, only right. family member has almost died, and yeah. I would totally call them out on their bullshit. Right. I
2: got a question for this motherfucker. So wake <laughs> up, so we can fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, mean, I like Alfred. Is he okay? Like he woke up, but like right. I don't know <laughs> like like, around, like, manor, like on crutches like
1: <gasps> what? Like, don't, don't, they did Alfred dirty in this movie.
0: Like obviously made- he's crutches. okay. He woke up. Yeah.
1: Okay, but at least offer a man like some jello or something. It's like before you dig into him, He's the man's in the hospital. He probably didn't really eat anything. So, hey, you need a glass of water or something, Alfred, because this conversation is about to get real. You know, like, something.
0: <laughs> Look, he hasn't had the HR training where you have to bookend. Right, yeah, right. We do nice, call them out on their bullshit, and then do I nice again. I mean, Alfred is
2: <laughs> and I appreciate you for that,
0: but
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Well, maybe in a sequel, you know, we'll see the evolution of Bruce being, you know, like, mm-hmm. less of a hole to account.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah like i love the jeremy irons alfred i think was my favorite but like just kind of nailed that sort of like sarcasm but still cute mm-hmm. for him and all that stuff and i was really intrigued at the idea of like using the andy circus like i feel like anytime you put andy circus in something that doesn't require cgi i'm like all right let's <laughs> see what this dude's gonna do and he like gets into a few words with him and gets blown up i'm like what <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do have to say I I feel like there's a couple parts in this movie where he used his like dragon voice or something where it automatically took me out of the scene of him uh, being really? out. Really?
3: But he maybe his voice.
0: I don't know. I, I don't know. There's something about it where I was like, I just can't think of you as more than a dragon.
2: Wait,
1: what he? I uh, thought Benedict Cumberbatch was. Oh, oh,
0: right. Oh, Gollum, Gollum. Gollum, Gollum. Uh, oh, really? He went Gollum in the scene. <laughs> I don't know. There was something that just all I could think of was CG CGI voice with him. I don't know. But do you guys watch the Penny? Uh, Penny when,
1: Pennywise oh, I I feel like Pennywise, Pennyworth.
0: Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Yeah, yeah that yeah. TV show. I'm so used to that being Alfred now yeah. after two seasons that I, it just, I don't know. It did. It, it, it wasn't working for me for Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. I only yeah.
2: I, I really watched the first episode, but I, I intend to keep watching it, but you know what? I'm going to go back to Gotham again. I loved Alfred and Gotham because they really leaned into his whole, like yeah past as this sort of like, soldier
1: but yeah he was a badass
2: also questionable things and like and they kind of like Andy Serkis got to like drop a little nugget and then did really explore it and I was like oh Andy Serkis should be punching somebody like I don't know
3: like, <laughs> I there, like Alfred
2: tick he's in the
3: movie uh, exactly <laughs>
1: uh, yeah got it the the, the Gotham the Gotham, was it? The Gotham Bingo. You know, he's like, you gotta... you know. <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: Gotham, Gotham bingo. bingo. That's 100% what <laughs> Alright, so what is, what is the rating?
0: So sit on the sofa and watch it. Uh, have it on in the background while you're doing yoga, cleaning the house, doing the dishes, or go outside and just don't watch it at all.
1: Alright, what you gotta do?
0: Are um. oh, 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 you, it? you oh. it. Yeah, I, guess. I guess Jim doesn't want to review it. <laughs> <laughs> that hey, what? Can you not hear me?
2: Oh, I now we can. hear you. Oh, okay, that's weird. Um well there was like a motorcycle going by the window, so I wasn't sure if that was like interrupting anything. Um I feel like every time we do these, I always go for like the highest rating. But, I feel like I've got to be a little a little more critical and give this one like I have it on in the background, because, like, like I said, like I couldn't stay awake. Like it took us two nights so watch. <laughs> no. And I'm not sure there was anything so visual about this movie that you're missing out if you're not staring at your TV the whole time. i could I could be convinced otherwise if you remind me of some scenes. But I, I think. You know this movie did some interesting things that I liked if you are a fan of Batman and you understand all the different ways that you can express Batman but um yeah, I don't know. it felt too long and so i'm gonna I'm gonna give it the you know you don't have to um stop what you're doing for this movie, especially if you're not like a Batman fan I think
0: Uh, For me, I would sit down and watch it. I actually stopped playing on my phone and computer. Um, So I did thoroughly enjoy it. I didn't feel like it didn't feel three hours long to me or three, however long it is. Um, I did like it. And besides the being able to drive your motorcycle through a city that's flooded, (laughs) uh And the music during the the like quote unquote romantic parts, I, I didn't I didn't have any major issues with it.
3: Mm. I
2: don't know. Maybe that's the thing is I I just I just like compiled too much of a laundry list of issues. <laughs> yeah, when like they're not really like massive issues. Like it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't Aquaman. Yeah. For my sake. I mean. <laughs> 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 Oh, wait, can I give a shout out to Hobo Bruce Wayne? Can we talk about that for a second? Hobo Bruce Wayne, right? Like, like the um, I forget what they called it. Um, like, I think it's from the comics that he. I'm calling it Hobo Bruce Wayne, but where he kind of like goes undercover on the streets to like find out what's going on, and he's like wearing a dirty coat and like a hood, and you know. Um, that was a comic uh, on on him being a hobo? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm making up that he was being a hobo, but like oh. <laughs> I forget, like uh, I've never seen it in a comic, but, but that it's like a thing Batman has done, like gone and treats oh. to like, you know, just like conduct his investigations and find out what's going on and the word on the mm. street, blah blah blah. And it totally reminded me of like. Sherlock Holmes, and at least in like the BBC series, where he has his like network of like homeless informants, because that's kind right. going on in the underworld. And I was just like, okay, I like that detail. Like hobo Bruce Wayne, like that's his, you know, like. Figuring his shit out, like.
1: Right. Um, oh yeah. Oh, you mean this way We was like all hoodied and. Had yeah, all... yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that that I dug that. That was pretty cool. Like blending yeah, it.
2: Yeah. Like I, I think I approached my review this movie more clinically than I do with others. That I had like a list of things I liked, a list of things I didn't like, and the list that I didn't like somehow was bigger because <laughs> was here for me to find faults. In a thing with a character that I really like, so mm-hmm. take my review with a grain of salt. I'm wavering on on saying it's to sit down and watch, like like I always do. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: all okay. good. I mean, all all those are awesome, you know, points that that you made. And oh, okay. So for me, um, I mean, yeah, I like i i definitely i definitely lean more towards all the points that you were making, Jen, to the point where. It was it was really good. I seen it in the theater. I mean, I I just I was blown away. It was I seen it in IMAX, it was like, whoa, it's just crazy. But then I let it all wash over me, watched it the second time at home, so I could like kind of dissect it a little more. And that's what I was kind of noticing things. Like, oh yeah, no, Batman, <laughs> okay, he didn't really do too much, right? Um and out of the Batman's to watch. Stylistically, this is the best Batman film I've seen. Mm. Like the style, like the style of this film is amazing. Like visually, what they do, almost like scenes from Godfather, like when they're in dark rooms and only like lamps and lights are lighting up the room. Like, uh, like this style-wise, this is the best Batman movie you're ever gonna watch, like hands down. Um My, uh, but only but breaks it down a little bit. Like third act, kind of to me, it was kind of unnecessary with that third act. And you know, Brittle is my favorite villain. The anonymity of him in the first half of the movie was amazing until the reveal. And like I said, kind of making him manic, almost Joker-like. And then the worst offense to me at the end was bringing in a tease of the Joker, like. Oh my no. god,
3: yes.
2: No. yes, yes. No. yeah, 100 percent I was, I was talking to the coworker right before I got on this call with you guys. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go review the Batman. And she said, Oh, I loved it. But enough with the fucking Joker. And I was like, yes, like so <laughs> uh, pretty.
1: Like, what if it was like King Tut in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what if freaking King Shark was in there? That would have been amazing. Yeah,
2: like <laughs> the, the obsession with the Joker. Just like I'm so over it like it's just it's just been yeah. done and it just felt like yeah like this weird last ditch attempt at the end of the movie to make sure you ended it with a like oh my god it's the so fucking this movie, plot. I can't wait for the sequel because it's another Joker in it. And it's just like, and then we're just gonna be rehashing the same shit. And then, you know, two years from
1: now, we're gonna be reviewing the movie and be like, well, it was <laughs> Joker. You know what I mean? Like, we're just, we're like, like why?
3: Like,
1: yeah. So, oh, yeah, and I think that was what really kind of swayed me. Like, oh, come on, the, the the Batman Bingo, Batman Bingo, gotta have a Joker, right, right.
2: gotta have a Joker. Like, yep, yeah. There you go.
1: That made me go. So yeah, I so I give it, I have to give it a a, a background and watch. There are some scenes I oh, will definitely wow. begin and watch, but overall I was like, oh, it, it was almost there. It was almost there. Right? Dang.
2: Like I what it is like is like you saw some threads of what they were trying to do. And so
1: yeah.
2: it actually made your expectations higher because you're like, you knew what you wanted to do with this movie. <laughs> you it. You didn't do it. You caved in and did all the like. Easy shit, and fucking tacking the Joker on at the end and like making him all gruesome, so everybody's like, Oh, it's a different Joker. Like, <laughs>
1: enough, enough,
2: enough.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean, wh- I mean, for people I haven't seen it, I'm not gonna distract or detour anyone from that. Just watch the movie, yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, for me, yeah. you know, I'll, yeah, I'll,
3: uh, yeah, yeah, I
2: wouldn't tell anyone don't watch it, but I wouldn't no. go out to people. Especially people who aren't comic book movie fans, be like, "Oh, you gotta go watch this!" Like, there'd be plenty of other
1: comic book movies that would be on my list of recommendations. Yeah, and like you said, wait two years, we'll see Joker and Batman fighting yet, so. I know,
2: right? Like, do we know? Like, has, has Matt Reeves gotten
1: like a trilogy yet? Or I mean, the so movie it, made it, almost a billion dollars. He's gonna do another.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's already on his page that he's doing Batman two. Yeah, he
1: um, made too much money,
0: <laughs> but. Not sure if um, it's it's gone. Oh wait, no, sorry. No, that is the video short. It's just <laughs> bat, the Batman deleted Arkham scene.
1: Oh right, it's gonna be another one. It made almost a billion dollars. They're gonna do another one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I know,
0: right? Like it's just
2: yeah. I'm just yeah. Should, should, should they leave Batman alone? Like is it? Have they done everything they can do? <laughs> like,
1: uh, well, we'll see. Well, I mean, we we'll have some more Batman bingo. The next uh, movie I feel, comes I feel out.
0: Like as long as there's more Spider-Man coming out, there has to be more Batman coming out, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. But Spider-Man,
0: I mean, like they explore the depth
2: of the villains' library.
3: It feels mm-hmm. like where this right is always like
0: Joker. <laughs> yeah, so, so, because you guys do the comics. How many more villains are there? Well, I was
1: about this the other day, I was
0: trying
2: to think like between the comics and the original Batman series. And like, you know, I always go back to how Harley Quinn got introduced because of the animated series. and like right? Every, right? Like I feel like every time I watch a Batman thing that isn't a movie, I, or read a new Batman comic, like I discover a depth to like how many villains there are because they always just go back to the same old ones in,
3: in the movie. Right? Yeah. Is
2: like, there one that you're like waiting to get like called off the bench and like put in the game?
1: Like, <laughs> like, like. Yeah, oh, joke. You back in the. You back on the game. You back in. The game.
0: <laughs> oh, so apparently the Batman is supposed to be part of a trilogy, so there should be two more Batmans coming. Oh, okay.
1: All yeah. right. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I mean, I think Scarecrow's an interesting villain. Um, I'm not sure. Like, oh, I right. Nolan explored all, all that he can do. But I thought, that, like, he's interesting, right? Like, like this. You know
1: like, what? I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I was talking. To, I forgot I was talking to. Him, and see, I forgot how how he said that. But he gave a like a reason, like a way to modernize. Clayface, mm. and he was, and the way he said, I'm like, oh, you need to get that to Warner Brothers. I forgot how he said. He's like, okay.
0: Uh, so, so the director was actually interviewed, and he and he said that um, some villains they may be interested in doing are Mister Freeze okay. uh, and Hush.
1: Oh, okay. But that's a whole different thing. Oh, Another thing, much. right? Like I don't, I don't yeah. know about that world, but that's
2: that's a completely different,
3: yeah, world, right, like yeah. yeah well,
0: he also, was, he also was, listed Calendar Man, yeah. uh, and the Court of Owls. Oh right, right, right. Court of Owls right. and
2: Gotham a little bit. Remember when we went to the experience at Comic Con? Like that was supposed to be all like. Court um, of
1: Applesy, right? Like the whole yeah, because right. yeah, that's the yeah, oh, unless he's unless this is a backdoor uh hush, you know, storyline. Um, because somebody pointed out like those thugs in the train, it was almost like it resembled Order the Owl mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's what that's
2: what I first thought when I saw one of them, like the way like they filmed it so that their eyes looked kind of like mm-hmm. Lit or something, and yeah, I very much got um, to, yeah, totally right. So, of that's some like Easter egg within it but like, that's that's coming, right? right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you go on that route, great. I mean, I can see why you, you know, wedging Joker in there, but you yeah. know, other than that, it's like. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I I love. um or, or is the, is the Joker just sort of a misdirect for us?
2: That like they're just like teasing him. That like he exists in this world, but he's already locked up. And but like, right? Is this, is this a
1: world where Harley Quinn
2: exists yet, or not? Oh I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Oh, unless unless Joker is going to be kind of like the Hannibal Lecter of the Batman, the next two. Right, movies, that like
2: was so wild but they did. I totally forgot. About that he was Hannibal Lecter in him
1: and uh, or no that was in the deleted scene right yeah yeah deleted yeah. right i'm yeah. like okay I'm this like, oh, is like a size of lambs well. type situation happening right, right. Here.
2: i was like you better delete this why is the detective going to joker with this and like giving him files that there's probably like a paper clip in that he can like Stab somebody with. <laughs> what are you doing,
1: Batman? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So I guess the next movie is gonna be *Silence of the Lambs*. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The, yeah, right. So, so I'm thinking of poison ivy has not really been explored. As best as she can. And I love her in the Harley Quinn series because there's like one episode where she <laughs> literally just murders a bunch of dudes that like cause an oil spill. Yeah, it's like dipping oh, them in like yeah. the acid or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And like it's very cartoonish, but it's like, yes. And like I feel like Poison Ivy is one of those villains that, like, like Keith Ledger's joker was that like the more they talk, the more you be like, I think she has a point and she might be onto something. And I don't know if I'm rooting against her. And I feel like. You know, again, this whole like if we're gonna explore the morality of Batman and blah blah blah, and we don't get enough females in these movies anyway. Like, I would love to see a modern take on Poison Ivy where she isn't just kind of like prancing around Mm -hmm. half naked and like kissing plants, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it could be an awesome way of modernizing her because you know, because you know, I think at the beginning uh, she was she was like, she was an environmentalist, right? She was like trying to like keep, you know, and Gotham is like muddy and non-green like a mofo, maybe like Poison Ivy is like, hey, because of what y'all been doing, what Wayne Enterprise has been doing with whatever they were doing, uh, they've been messing up the greenery in Gotham and <laughs> yada yada yada.
0: You know? <laughs> More park spaces for everyone. Well, and and I, I feel like that could fit in with the whole Gen X ethos that he's building with all of this. So, yes. Yeah, makes sense.
3: Right, right. <laughs> in the world,
2: that's the previous generation broke kind of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 All right. oh, that, still the battery, as long
2: as Joker's not in your fucking trailer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I think the Joker is the center piece of the Batman bingo card. I think I, it gotta be. that mm-hmm. is. <laughs> star that just automatically check off. You don't even wait for it to be called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, but we'll see. I'm excited. I'm still excited about you know where the sequel's going to go because he laid down really great groundwork for you know the next story. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, Matt, take our feedback. Think about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> pick a lane. Yeah, you know, yeah. switch up the bingo card. Hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Just throw it into right. Yeah, Clayface. That'd be
2: fucking wild. Like.
1: Yeah. I forget how he told me. He's like, okay, this is an awesome way to modernize Clayface. I was like,
3: whoa. <laughs> like that, that, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Anyway. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to be thinking about this. Like tomorrow, I'll be texting you guys. Like, you know who else they should do. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. send that to Matt now. You're going Batman villains all night. What if? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have something in
0: his arsenal, Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is another uh, comic book movie that we've reviewed.
1: Yay! And thank you again, Jen, for giving us all those awesome notes. And- thank
2: you for letting me get on all my little comic book soapboxes and get <laughs> mad about things that don't matter.
1: <laughs> uh, it, it all matters. Uh, <laughs> all right. And so to next time, everyone, we wish you to save physical everything and
0: stay safe out there.
1: Yes. Peace.